Hi, welcome back. I'm Julie. And I'm Lisa. And this is Two Sober Chicks. We want to send a big shout out to one of our, or maybe our only, most faithful <laughs> listener. <laughs> Sharon! Hi, Sharon! Yay! You know, it does say that people have listened to our podcast over 1,500 times. So. Maybe Sharon has had a lot of lonely days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of spare time on her hands. <laughs> and now she's on vacation and she just put in a request for more podcasts. So uh, this yeah. one's for you, bestie. Just, just for you, because we were talking about, um, oh, we, we started talking about vacations and we yeah. thought, oh, we've done that one before and things to say when you're, you know, in a restaurant. I love saying, uh, you know, I'm allergic to alcohol. Is there any alcohol works every time in the suggestion actually i'm one of the people who i i don't mind if there's something if they cook with wine me neither because i feel that it's burnt off it's not a thing for me yeah but, but there for are some different levels just the smell can trigger them yeah so you know to each his own and whatever you need to do to protect your sobriety i say do it know your deal breakers and stick by them <laughs> thought you were going to say know your dealer so that shows you where <laughs> i came from <laughs> Uh, some of us do <laughs> who's your best friend my dealer i mean uh <laughs> not anymore oh so, my gosh i was in a store in perry sound with my bow and it was like this store that had one of those crazy stores run by a hippie where they have everything from like licorice to dragons to like rabbit's feet and all kinds of stuff and there was a sign that said all my friends live in my computer. <laughs> and I just started laughing. It was so good. I think it was a bumper sticker. I thought they were going to say all my friends live in my head. Or it was something like, I love my computer because all my friends live in it. Live or in something it. stupid like that. Yeah. Thank you, Facebook, for taking us uh, out of this real level and putting us on that, um, what do you call that? I don't know. Technological, Technological fancy land. Yeah. Fancy land. Technological fantasy land. land. I don't know. It's different. People connect differently today. Yeah. They connect by their phones. They connect via text message, via Facebook. And this is one of the greatest gifts of this podcast for me is it you and I get together. Yeah. We sit across from each other. So fun. And chit chat. And there's a lot of stuff that goes on in between when we hit record, like just now. And Julie said, we should talk about that. So yep. today's topic is liquor. In the grocery store. Slash Costco. Oh my. Slash I think Max Milk is going to be doing it soon too. Um, Loblaws. That's where I noticed it. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't think it was a very PC of them. <laughs> <laughs> yaga, yaga, yaga. We should have a little gong. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm full of the cheesy humor. Um, yeah, I was blown away. Me? Too. And it's funny because we were just talking about our reactions and how our initial reaction, well, at least for me, was like, what? Yeah. And then, oh, now there's booze in the grocery store. Yeah. Great. When I'm sober. Thanks a lot. Yeah. And it's jarring so, for some people. Some people I know have been very shaken by this. Especially newcomers. Mm. Right? That... And I thought about that. I immediately, my first thought was, what the hell? Am I, am I, is this a, is this like a promotional thing? It's got to be a short term thing. And, um, and then I went up and asked the teller and I'm like, well, do you have any training? She said, yeah, we all had to take a course, like a one day, oh, a one day. Like a how to recognize an alcoholic course? I don't like, know. What is this course? An ID course. How to ask people for ID. Are you kidding me? Do you think they, have you ever seen them ask anybody for ID at the checkout? 
No. I, I haven't. But like, is it, it, that's like the fastest class ever. Does this right. person look like they're under 25? <laughs> yes. Please, can I see your ID? No, let them go through. Okay, I, thanks yeah. for your time. I don't know what course it was, but they have to take some sort of course. Um, anyway, I was just blown away that it was being sold um, in the grocery store. Where, ease of access. I thought about shoplifters and how easy it would be for people underage um, to get their hands on liquor now when it's sold in a grocery store. Mm. Um, and and then also I was like, oh yeah, now, now you're doing it. Um, my third thought was, oh my God, the poor newcomer. Because I remember, I remember when a freaking billboard, an advertisement for, you know, beer or some cooler for the summer would trigger me. Mm. And I would be filled with um, envy and jealousy that somebody could drink and I couldn't, poor me, and then my pity party would start. Yeah. Um, so imagine you're just doing your grocery shopping each and every week and you're new. And you're walking by those aisles. And by the way, last week when I went to the grocery store, there was a taste test station set up out front. What? And there was five little clear plastic. They look like the cups on top of like Pepto-Bismol. Yes. And they were laid out front. And I mean, it was a joke. I It looked like there was five drops in there. Like it wasn't a lot. But I looked at it and went, okay yeah this is what we have to be confronted with now and I, I had a friend who told me that in order to try to seem normal and not like an alcoholic she would go and taste test the wine she wasn't you know she didn't really care about that she just wanted to seem normal yeah the things we do you just walk up and you taste it and go hmm this is really nice maybe I should get a bottle of this yeah. like fully well knowing that's the only reason why you actually came out today was yeah. <laughs> to get a bottle yeah but we, the games we play so anyway yeah booze being sold in the liquor store when so. i first when i first saw that months ago last year sometime and i went down the aisle i think it was half of the chip aisle or something i remember such romantic notions coming back and mm -hmm. thinking oh i remember how beautiful the bottles are i remember how glamorous this is and then seeing like my favorite bottle of rosé or my favorite bottle of Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio and remembering the taste and just getting swept up. It's almost like, I don't know, getting swept away with thoughts of someone that you used to be in love with and then going, <laughs> all of a sudden catching myself and going, holy shit, what am I doing? I don't think I should walk down this aisle again. Right. Like I can walk by it, but we're not walking down that aisle again because it was just so, it was like the loving arms of, it was just welcoming me back. It's crazy how powerful that is. Like seven yeah. and a half years later, these are the thoughts that go through my brain because it's just, it really is beautiful and glamorous and the marketing is so good. Perfect. And yeah. our addiction loves to remind us of all the good times. Yeah. And, uh, and I think you, you hit a nail right on the head there when you said something about romantic. You romanticized it and and really... Isn't alcohol, our, an alcoholic's relationship with alcohol, one of the most deluded romantic relationships oh, you've so ever had? True. Because that's exactly what it was. We deluded ourselves into thinking that we could drink like normal people, even though the evidence was presented daily, nightly, um, that we couldn't. You know, the results were very clear. But we kept telling ourselves, it's like when you're dating that person who, you know, you know, clearly isn't the one for you. And uh, <laughs> and you keep doing it because you think, no, but they're so perfect. Yeah. It's, it's like delusion. the ultimate abusive relationship. Yep. Wow. You hurt me and I keep coming back for more.
Yeah. And more and more. Just one more. more. It's not going to be bad this time. Yeah. It, it won't be always, like that again. It'll be different. It'll be different this time. Sure it will. It'll be different this time. No, it fucking won't. Yeah. Smack. Just want to smack my so go back and smack my young self in the face. Yeah. I do sometimes wish I'd come in younger. Mm-hmm. You know. I hear that a lot. Yeah. But this was the path I was supposed to walk and things yeah. happened the way they did. And, and then I look at someone who comes in at 70 or 75 and right. I go, oh my God, thank God I came in when I did. 30, 33. Yeah. Walk through those doors. Never the same since. I know. Have you ever made that mistake at a meeting where you go up to somebody and because they're old, they're like 80 and you're you're like, oh, hey, how long have you been around? And they're like, oh, four days. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) What I think is one of the worst things that I hear in the rooms, because it's such a condescending thing to say, is when people go up to younger folks and say, oh, I wish I would have come in when I was your age. I know what they mean, but that person coming in at that age has had enough suffering to get them into the doors. Yeah. So let's be a little bit more generous. That is a very good point. And I'm sure they don't want to fucking be here in the beginning. No kidding. When you're 19. I mean... We all have our different challenges. I can't imagine at 19 going into university, being surrounded by people where it's a party culture, how hard that would be. Thinking of the whole rest of your life without a drink. But then you have someone that comes in who's 40 years old at the top of their game in the finance industry. And they're having just as much of a hard time because that's a part of their culture and how they entertain and how they climb the corporate ladder. So, you know, to each their own. Yeah. I have a, we have a young friend. and uh, I always marvel at him, too, because he came in at, at a young age, right when drinking was at the peak, you know, just kicking off uh, for his group of people and surrounded by other students and, uh, and everyone else is partying all around you and thinking, you are one of my heroes because you, you come to this program, you hang out with a bunch of older people, and you work that program every day mm. and um, into your life. And he's doing really well. So I'm very happy to see that. Yeah. This is what we have to learn. There's no point in recovery if we can't go out into the world and know how to handle it. Because the world is not going to change. We're the ones that have to go out, that have to create the change, that have to be the change, that have to live in the change. Because as long as we make it about something that's out there, we're never going to get it. Ever. And of course, at the beginning, we're very sensitive. It's like I tell the clients that come out of rehab, if you just came out of eye surgery Will you go out and look up at the sun? No, hopefully you will not burn your rods and cones. You got to be careful. You have to be gentle. You have to assimilate slowly. You have to take it one step at a time. Dip your toe in the water. See what works. See what doesn't. You're not always going to be so sensitive. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to hurt that bad. But give yourself, yourself some space and time to figure it out. Yeah. And that's a real challenge when you're in a relationship with um, somebody who does drink. Oh. And they're not an alcoholic, but they do drink and they don't understand why now all of a sudden you're like, can we not have booze in the house? And again, it could be perceived as controlling. I don't want to control someone else's drinking, especially because you don't have a problem, but it's for me. It's for my peace of mind. When I was um, newly sober, I could not have it in the house because I could not trust myself in the beginning. And uh, and then it came back into the house too quickly and uh, the... Proof was in the pudding, as they say. <laughs> I, I proved my point by drinking because mm. there was booze in the house. And, and I had not yet built my spiritual foundation mm-hmm. of wellness. Uh, so I was still weak. And so being around it, just I just couldn't do it. It, it, um, it was more powerful than I was, for mm. sure. 
So, but I love that point about, you know, the world isn't going to change. We have to change. So, um, and like our friend just went on a, a vacation and uh, she said, you know, over here they put booze in everything. Booze is everywhere. Mm. Um, and so she had to learn to adapt to her surroundings um, and protect herself and protect her sobriety. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's okay that she had poor me moments. That's happened to me too when I've been away and I'm like, oh, why can't I eat this? Why can't I do that? Look how much fun they're having. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I get to have a pity party for a little bit and then I have to be a big girl and <laughs> say, you know how many more things I can do because I don't drink? Like that would be just looking God in the face and laughing mm -hmm. and um, just seems almost like blasphemous. Same. Laughing in the face okay. of something that's given you so many gifts. But right. we're human beings and we have our moments yep. and that's what happens and that's okay. Like as addicts and alcoholics, of course we have that reaction to that being around us. That is normal. It's part of our DNA. Yeah. And um, I remember, well, even now when I see great prices and then they say all inclusive, I was like, hmm. Well, so actually I'm paying for everybody else's drinks. That's actually what's included here. And I don't really want to be paying. Why can't they like make it all-inclusive chocolate bar? <laughs> or yes. the dessert bar. All include all the desserts you can eat. Because that's what I would like now. Me but too, uh, a candy station and all-you-can-eat yeah. candy buffet. Oh, no wonder this has creeped, uh, crept into our topic of conversation. Because did you know, have you heard about my challenge recently? For Lent. Yes. Is it candy or is it ice cream or something? Chips and chocolate. Oh, two things? My two. Okay, you deserve a crown. <laughs> you need two. a halo. <laughs> and it's been a week. Oh. I've already lasted a week. Yes. So, but now it's like the chocolate's talking to me, calling my name. Yeah. I'm sitting on the TTC on the way home today. Someone trips and a chocolate bar flies in your lap, half no, open. I wish. Right in my <laughs> mouth. Oh, oh my God. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Or someone's eating a chocolate bar next to me and suddenly my mouth is on it. <laughs> no, the woman across from me, she's got her bags in front of her, her grocery bags. And you know how they're kind of see-through? Yeah. And I can see these new flavor of chips. It was like triple triple cheese and onion chips. I was like, oh, that's so good. Shh, stop talking to me. No chips. You're not mine. Lisa. I don't want you. <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. We're delicious. We're so good. A new flavor you haven't tried yet. Put us in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Chips. <sighs> and a whole other addiction. Okay. All right. Grocery store. Grocery That's what we were store. talking about. Yeah, good talk. Good talk. And for people who, who do drink, it's like so awesome, right? They're like, oh my God, it's so convenient. Yeah. Now I only have to make one trip. Or maybe they don't even actually think about it. Right. Maybe it's like us walking by the diaper aisle. <laughs> like we don't care. We don't notice. <laughs> Didn't even know it was there for a long time. No. Oh, <laughs> what's this? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. All okay. right. Julie, always a pleasure. Thank you. I'm happy to be sober with you. I'm happy to be mm -hmm. your friend. And uh, I hope that as you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're just one of the girls or one of the guys. Because we do have male listeners, too. Or one of the peeps. The peeps. Gender non-specific. Whoever you are, we hope you feel like you have a friend and mm. you're listening to two friends talk about sobriety. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Have a great 24. Bye-bye.